the EU is proposing that we would have universal charges for all of our devices. A USB-C cable is all you would need to charge everything. Paul Stenhouse, our tech expert, is with us this morning. Paul, I think this is the most exciting news out of the tech world since maybe iPhones were invented. What do you reckon? <laughs> Look, it's going to simplify things, isn't it? But I'm, I still don't know how Apple's going to play this one, Jack. And why is that? Well, they they don't use the USB-C in their iPhone, and they have been so against the USB-C going to the iPhone very publicly that I I I I, I will seeing will be believing, put it that way. But it would make a massive difference, wouldn't it? I love. I've got one of the newer versions of the iPad that has the USB-C. Um, my Mac, um, this is really going to out me as an Apple fanboy a little bit, I guess. But I've also got my MacBook. It's really nice to be able to have multiple devices being able to be charged with my USB-C. Um, it would be great if my iPhone had that too. But I, I, they seem to think they, the the Apple the Apple argument is that it will uh, reduce their ability to um, innovate if they're forced to move away from the lightning port, which mm. I don't know that I necessarily believe. But I really hope it happens. Um, the new rules in the EU are supposed to come in by fall 2024, so we will see. Yeah, it would be amazing, I think, if they invent I mean, you know, provided it, would, it doesn't really significantly impact what um, Apple devices are able to do. Hey, just so you know, Paul, um, for all our talk of technical solutions and progress, there seems to be a massive delay on our line this morning, so I'm not going to interrupt you too much. But there's good news in the Apple world, or some news in in the Apple world, Apple has revealed what devices it is likely to be introducing soon. Yes, and we're getting new MacBooks now with new chips. So the M2 chip, this is Apple Silicon, um, and man, it is fast, Jack. Just to talk about this, like we're talking like, so we're getting new back MacBooks, um, we're getting a new MacBook Air, and this MacBook is blisteringly fast mm. and um, has amazing battery life. When we talk about all-day battery life, um, this is what gets me really excited because um, you really can like watch videos for hours and hours and hours on these things without them needing a charge. Right. It's very, very cool. Um, but what's really interesting about the MacBook is the line between the MacBook and the iPad, right? One is the laptop, one is the tablet. And we've been starting, like Apple has been seeding over time very quietly that they basically want to start seeing all of the operating systems work basically as one. Right. And they start calling it continuity. If you can do something in one place, you can do it in another. And this new version that they've started showing of iPad OS. Um, and the new features they're bringing to the MacBook have really started to show that. So, for example, in the new iPad OS that's coming, for the first time, you'll be able to have overlapping windows. So you'll be able to have multiple windows open in one workspace, which sounds a lot more like a laptop, doesn't ah, it? Yeah. On the new iPad, or actually even old iPads too, but in the new software, you'll be able to plug your iPad into a monitor and extend the display much like a laptop. And they've got a new feature out called Stage Manager, which is a way to kind of arrange your windows. Um, and that is a new feature, not just for the MacBook, but it's also a new feature for the iPad. So 
we're really starting to see this blurring of lines between the two. And I'm interested to see where they land on, you know, it, yeah. are we going to see the end of one and a, and a move to the other? I don't think we're quite there yet, but it certainly seems that we're taking some really big steps in that direction. Okay. Oh, that sounds, that sounds pretty good, to be perfectly honest. So nothing too radical. We're not talking about eyewear or some crazy drone thing. This is all basically just improvements on the current Apple stock. It is, it is. I think people were really hoping that this might be the time that we got some like virtual reality or augmented reality glasses, yeah. but it didn't eventuate. I will say I was really excited by the improvements they're making to CarPlay. Um, and they basically are launching a new, effectively turning CarPlay into an operating system for your car. So that is if you have a car from one of the particular automakers that partners with Apple, um, it will be able to extend significantly further than just the, you know, the very small display that it sort of appears in at the moment. And the, the, the graphics that they started to show of what the new CarPlay could look like has it taking over the entire dashboard, including showing how fast you're going and how much fuel you've got All left, right. which is something that it doesn't do yet. So if you had a dream in your head about what the Apple car might look like, which has obviously been rumored for a very long time, we also didn't see that. Uh, that announcement um this is like the closest we've seen to what an apple car could look like and it 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 looked pretty cool oh nice hey thank you for that paul all right take care and we'll see you soon that's paul stenhouse our tech but thought-provoking opinionated enlightening the leighton smith podcast any attempt to stifle vigorous debate is an assault on science over the past three decades dissent from what some consider orthodox scientific theories has been ridiculed rather than refuted consider climate change a counterblast to the man-made global warming hypothesis in 159 subscribe now on iHeartRadio and get the latest episode now the leighton smith podcast powered by news talk zb